uh, I just wanted to say first off, you know, again, middle of experience. This actually, uh, I think for, I don't, do you even have any presentations this year here? I'm speaking tonight at the hot stove. Okay, there we go. Usually yeah. it's like It's 30. really cutting into my social schedule. Yeah. It's nine, <laughs> 9 to 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I was like, I've never, I've never, I usually when I come, I'm like, all right, he's got like 10 presentations, you know, he's going to be at Rapset over here and he's going to be at Swing Catalyst a couple times and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, now I'm doing that. Now I'm yeah, you're, around, you're the guy. Now I'm the guy running around. That, that's know, great so though. It's, it's uh, honestly for, especially like your career is really paralleling, I think, what, what I did, too, at the same mm -hmm. age. Um, it's such a good professional experience the more times you put yourself out there. Uh, and people get pissed off that you put yourself out there, you mm -hmm. know, and that, that's part of it. Like, you're going to wear a target on your back when yeah, you do it. Yeah, for sure. But I think it forces us to dig deeper into trying to be right. And I, yeah. I use that word try with air quotes around it <laughs> for the fact that, like, we're never going to have it all right. No. But continuing to search, put yourself out there, do the professional development. It's definitely going to open some doors for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you never know where those doors are going to lead. Like for I, sure. I don't know. In my own career specifically, there wasn't ever like a career track that said I wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. You just kind of listen to what the market asks you to do. Yeah. And if you like put your head down, you work hard, pump out content like you're doing. Yeah. People are going to ask you your opinion on stuff, and, and sure. eventually it's going to lead to something that. For sure. Hopefully you, you yeah. want to do for a well, career. And I, I also listen to. I, I, have you watched a lot of uh, Gary V stuff on Instagram? Have you ever watched him talk? Uh, very few times. Very few times. More on the baseball card market. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So for him, one of the big things that I really like to pull uh, is like he always talks about like in the market, like talk about what you want to talk about, right? Like stop. Like I, I kind of look at it a little bit different. Like I'm not necessarily. I, I respond to stuff that I'm interested in, right? And where I really want to go. Where it's like. The market in the same way is like, I can't be passionate about something I'm not passionate about, yeah, right? That's so, well said. So, so instead, I, I, I just follow what I'm really passionate about. And again, I, it's down the path of what hitting coaches are going to do. I just might be a little bit further down that, that road or I kept digging and they kept digging and I'm like, I'm willing to be wrong and be wrong in front of people. And, you know, like, again, I literally gave a presentation yesterday and then we we're just talking right now with uh, uh, Dr. Scott Lynn, right? And I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, I said this yesterday, and then you just said it right now, and I and I, I mixed those up. I actually I said like I was I was going through for like we we're talking about ground force, and I was talking about how um, yeah like you know normally you're gonna get uh, you know your horizontal force first, right? He's gonna peak first, and then you're gonna get uh, your vertical peak, and then your torque. And he's like, no, no, actually it's horizontal uh, torque, then typically vertical. And I'm like, oh yeah, and like it was just like you know again like that little thing that I mixed. It's like uh, again I just was in group of you know 40, 50 people yesterday, and I was wrong, you know. So it's like just super important i think that's like in that way is just like i'm wrong every day right and i'm yeah. trying to be less wrong tomorrow yeah. but i'm willing to look dumb today to be not to not be dumb tomorrow right? that, that, and that's okay well you said know? too you scott know? i have a, a good story i don't know where what direction you're wanting no, to go on this, this podcast whatever. but I have, a, I have a good scotland story and how i met him and how i came across like force plate data mm. and doing it for the first time yeah i was consulting for intel and majestic and they were had this product this is close to 10 years ago now. They had this product that was way before their time. If they had it now, it would take off. But it was a three-quarter shirt that had all of the kinetic sensors inside of it. Oh, okay. So it was basically doing what a K-Vest or a 4D motion would do, but mm -hmm. it was just a, a wearable shirt. It, yeah. Um, so I kept asking for a sample. I helped them build the product. Mm -hmm. um, asked them for a sample so I could use it before I talked about it at the ABCA. I was doing yeah. presentations all day on this thing. Got it. So they don't roll it out until the day I get there. Wow. And so I'm looking through the data. They, they mm -hmm. have a couple pro hitters taking swings. Yeah. And I'm looking at the data as they flash it up on the screen, and I go, this is all wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. 
Because I'd had a, a yeah. lot of experience doing doing yeah. 3D motion capture, and at the yeah. time I was using what um, um, Dr. Rose uses with the AM, AMM, and it's gotcha. all hardwired. Gotcha. So it was the first time I'd used wireless technology, but I, I was familiar with what the data should look like. And they have like Harvard engineers on this project, yeah. and I'm like we're going through it, I was like, I'm a guy from Eastern Illinois University. Yeah. I'm like telling these guys that Harvard, like all yeah. their shit is wrong. This, yeah. this is not the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. I said, however guys, nobody's going to know that this is wrong. Like yeah. we're the only people in the world that's doing yeah. this right now. For sure. So I gave these presentations and there's one where Scott Lynn is in the background and I can see, I can just see the look on his eye and the look uh -huh. in his face. He's like whispering, he's got his hand over his hand, he's pointing at it and I go, he knows. Uh, he, he knows. knows. He knows. He knows if there's one guy that knows, bullshit, that, that, yeah. <laughs> and so he comes up to me, the very last guy, very cordial. Yeah. The other people are asking questions. He steps up to me and he goes, pointing to the screen again. And he goes, uh, I go, you know, don't you? He said, yes. He goes, I said, can I buy you lunch? Mm -hmm. And we just sat down and started talking about data. He's like, here's here's what I do. I'm like mm -hmm. into force plates, and I'm trying to you know, promote this technology that Burtech and Burtech was with him using yeah. the first time. And that's how, like, oh, yeah. I've got access to a lot of baseball players. I can yeah. help you with this project. Yeah. yeah. And we actually built the specs for the, the first Vertex Swing Catalyst unit. It's, oh, it's interesting. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that backstory. So that's I got the, the first one that rolled off the press. Yeah, no, and it's so funny because I literally told them when I called uh, Swing Catalyst for the first time, I was like, yeah, you know Justin Stone's setup? Like, that's the exact setup that I want, please. You know, and I was like, and then the cameras, we did a little, you know, I don't know if you've seen, I have like the four yeah, different cameras four. and like yeah. the one up top. When I started doing that, we had three at first, it lagged. And I asked him, I was like, I'd much rather have what Joey has. Yeah. Does it lag anymore? He's like, mm. no, they've got that. Yeah, that no, it's, fix. it's amazing. Yeah, but it's long really story good. long, yeah. being wrong yeah. is what I was getting at. Like, yeah. allowed me to meet Scott Lynn. For sure. And another valuable lesson from this, if, if, don't be afraid to ask somebody, can I buy you lunch? Yeah. Because those those type of opportunities with people that you yeah. feel like are smart or can, you know, just wrap it up about something, yeah. nobody ever says no to lunch or drinks. Yeah. So be willing exactly. to buy Eat and them. it gives you opportunities yeah. that, to meet cool well, people that just I still like, have a relationship just with. Just like you said, no, I mean, like, that's where I've, I felt with, I, I almost talked about it like having like a jam sesh, right? Is like when I sat down with him for the first time, it's like, dude, we were just jamming. Like, again, it was like, I got to play the guitar. He played the drums. And I'm like, dude, you just want to Yeah, once he gets rolling, too. Yeah, like, yeah. you just want to jam for a bit. And, you know, and so, like, we just started talking about it. And, like, and I'm like, this and that. And he had different perspectives. And I had different perspectives. And he's like, you know, and again, like, a big thing. It was like, okay, like, uh, and this is typical with biomechanists. Like, they know what it looks like on a graph. But when they go to teach it, they don't necessarily have a big background on, like, one, the sport that they're, you know, that might be on, or two, uh, skill acquisition, right, of, like, okay, how am I actually going to teach this? And even if I know the, the steps of, like, skill acquisition or techniques or all those things, okay, well, then also how to do it with that athlete with a particular skill set. And also, too, um, just because I see the pelvis doing this, do I, you know, the feel versus real thing, like, if I actually tell him to do that, does he do it better or does he do it worse, right? right? And then I also look at the data and go, you know, I think for a while, biomechanists were, again, looking at kinematic sequences, and they start telling guys, okay, pelvis first, all these other things. And then it's like, wait, hold on. Why are we? Why do we keep creating, like, one, two, two, threes? Like, why are all the why are all our trunks and our arms all connected all of a sudden? Well, it's like, well, yeah, but how you're coaching it is causing sure. the data that you don't want, even though you know what you want the data to look like. And it's like me as a, a coach, when I'm looking at the swing, I know what I want it to look like. Right. And I know where like, again, like, okay, this is how it should look. And I've trained my eye to be like, okay, this is what's happening. Yada, yada, yada. But that also mixes like, just because I know that doesn't mean I can get the guy to do it. And also how I might coach it might cause the opposite. It might make it worse. Might yeah. make it worse yeah. Right. And that's what makes it hard within coaching is like, okay, like I always say like everything works, everything sucks. Right. It's like, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, throw it in the trash. Like yeah. I, I, I could care less. I'm not attached to the drill. I'm not attached to the feel, right? What, if it makes you move a certain way, and if you have to think left pinky toe, 
great. That's like, what works for you. Uh, it, it works for you, and I'm, I'm in on that, right? And I think that that's like, you know, a big thing is like, you know, not getting attached to these ideas or getting attached. And I, I think that's a good thing I think for you to touch on as well maybe is like, like you've been around and you've, you've coached baseball and like where it's gone through these these huge changes like in the sport, right? Very fast. Very fast. And so with that, like you've had a big opportunity to be wrong a lot, you know, where like you've realized, wait, we've been teaching this for years and this was wrong or we only had a piece of this or this was actually really right. And I was like 70% right here, but like 30% of this was, eh, it was a little off, yeah. you know, and you've gone through a couple of those, uh, not to age you here, right? But you've been through some of the, it's in these decades here where like, you know, baseball has changed quite a bit in that period of time, you know? So why don't you kind of open that up? Yeah, I think touching on two of those points that no matter how much technology that we have and how many more answers are at our fingertips, uh, which takes a lot of the subjectivity out of it, there's still a ton of subjectivity. And what I mean by that is when it comes to implementing a movement pattern or drill that you're trying to make a physical change with a player, it's still a ton of trial and error. For sure. A ton 100%. of trial and error. Like 100%. that is never going to go away. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, over time that I think ex what experience has done for me is I've seen the same problem 155 times. Yeah. So I can go through my Rolodex of this is what I'm going to go to first yeah. before trial and error yeah. says this is second. Yeah. So I have that piece of it down probably yeah. more than I did 15 or 20 years ago mm -hmm. where you're literally just throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks, yeah. but not necessarily having a rhyme or reason for what you're choosing at that time. Yeah. No, and I think that's a great way to put it. It's like, again, like, okay, I do have, like, for, I always think of it like you being a doctor, right? If you're a doctor, you're like, okay, I've seen this problem 150,000 times, right? And generally, like I prescribe this drug and it helps 60% of my people, right? So I'm gonna use that, that's my first go-to. Hey, try this, because this tends to help the most. But then you come back a week later and you're like, yo, I still have this sickness, it didn't go away. Well, then I go to my number two, that usually works, you know, when that one doesn't work, then there's this. And maybe I have my top three or four, and then with that I have special cases where it's like, okay, first off, did I diagnose the wrong problem in the first place? Was that, is that a symptom or is that, that wasn't really the issue? And that's why it's not going away, right? Am I not actually treating the real problem with the real, and like you start going down this, you know, where it gets, those are interesting And sometimes cases. you need to go see a specialist. Exactly, and I think, um, yeah. I think I'm also at the point of my career, definitely in a different place where mm -hmm. I used to used to be the guy at the top of like yeah. my coaching pedestal in terms of the staff I had underneath me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I had to be the guy with all the answers. Now I had mm -hmm. an, a, another guy with me that has a lot of answers and yeah. we would collaborate. But now, yeah. as more of an administrator, I have a bunch of specialists. Yeah. And there's yeah. certain coaches that are better at certain things. And I'm like, you need to go see Rachel today. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I need you to, Rachel, I need you to fix this problem. You're my specialist for this. Yeah. Because it's not happening with one of my other coaches. Yeah. And so now, and like, that's really fun for me. Like, I'm not yeah. in the cage as yeah. much as I used to be. Yeah. And I thought that was really going to bother me. I, th I thought when I was hired by the Cubs that I was going to be, uh, do the same thing I did in my facility where mm -hmm. guy comes in. <laughs> I do his movement assessment, mm. I set up the tech, I run him through the, the session, I analyze the data, I give them the prescription, and I'm probably in the cage working on it too. Mm -hmm. uh, when I came to the Cubs, I thought, well, I'm just going to do this for everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. This yeah. is going to make so much sense. Yeah. Just let me it get to work. It becomes a choke point. It, 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 it was not possible. It's, it can't happen. It was not possible. And it was stupid. Yeah. Stupid for me to think that that was going to be a, like, uh, that's not systematic at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the end of my yeah. first year, I was like, okay, like I have all these really talented specialists. Mm -hmm. Let's put the right people on the right seat of the bus and like yeah. let's really capitalize on what we do, what our people do well. So 100%. now I'm doing that. I'm, I'm making bus charts. 
Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's it's a way more of a fish system than just yeah. thinking I was going to well, be super and, I, and, and to to that point though, I think that that's one thing that you're really good at. And, I, and I've always said this, like one of the things I, I pointed this out last time we did a podcast, right? Is I said like a lot of people thinking that they you you've gotten to where you've gotten because you're just a good hitting coach, right? And being like, no, you're also a great leader, right? And with that, like one of the things of being a great leader is knowing how to utilize your team, right? To who's best fit to do this, right? Because and, and a lot of times on a lot of teams, sometimes the leader is the best at all those things, but also the the, the at the, really high levels the best leaders are best like facilitators where they know like hey i'm gonna go you go to this guy go to this guy you should go do this and then again this is how we're all going to work together to get this goal done where i might not be the best resource even if i'm the most talented in this area i don't have the time to dedicate to you and i'm not going to be available to you so I'm, I'm not the best resource because and i do that all the time with our team right it's like hey like yeah i understand like for example like you know it'd be great if i could work with you but the problem is is i'm going to be gone you know like 20 days out of this month and you are going to go back to school and I'm, you're gonna get 10 days with me where you, Cody's really good like he can do it and we um, uh, John Maxwell uh, is like you know some leaders like he's a, a leadership guru he's he like 300 plus books that he's written one of the rules he always says is like when to pass something off is if someone can do something at 80% of your capacity you need to pass it off right because then and, and so you can spend your time directing doing other things and like I see you do that a lot and a lot of times within leadership it's like learning um, you get the data behind what you've been doing it's like Oh, I was doing that, but I didn't know I was already doing that. And then like when I actually handed things off and it was like a great uh, idea for me to be like, hey, if this guy can do this at 80% of my capacity, right? Or is it okay for it to be done at 60% of my capacity, right? But to get the bigger mission done. And I think that's one thing that you do really well. Um, and I think it's, it has to be rooted out of a place of security, right? Like I, if, I, I would say that for sure. Yeah, I think it, there's two things yeah. that prevent that from happening. Mm. Um, one of them is like somebody wanting to take credit for what yeah. ends up happening. Yeah. And when that is your primary motivator, like yeah. you're not going to work at that yeah. efficient level of like helping everybody. Yeah. And the other one is it's just, I think the male ego is, yeah. let me show you I can do this. Yeah. Right. And it, mm -hmm. when you, when you have those two pieces um, in a system, it's not a system, it's an individual. Yeah. Like it, 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 you have to start to delegate. You have to trust your people. And if you don't yeah. have people that are, capable of carrying it out and you've yep. got the wrong people and that's yep. on me too for sure yeah or you didn't train them right yeah. and you want to control everything and i and, and for funny that i actually looked up at the psychology uh behind like why men don't want to ask for directions and why those other those other things they say back in the day as uh, us being like hunter and gatherers right is that if you had an eight eight for days right and you were going out hunting for animals if we were to go ask another male for help right uh we would they would know that we have an eight Right. We're trying to ask them for food or we're trying to ask them for they know that we haven't ate and that we're weak. Right. Because meaning that they could take our take what we have. They could they could take all our resources, the other resources we might have because we haven't had the nutrition. So we through evolution had developed that in our brain of like, I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to read directions. I want to go to Home Depot and I'll look for three hours before I ask somebody where it is. When in reality, it's like, OK, well, we can abandon those traits. Right. We're like that's no longer the case, right? Like I'm not, I don't have to worry about somebody coming and killing me and taking all of my resources and like, you know, pillaging me, you know? And I think it's just like, it was an interesting, like understanding of being like, man, that is interesting where again, like as um, they say more from like the, the female side as them being like more the nurturers of being at home at the time is they didn't have a problem asking for help because they're asking their husbands for help. And it wasn't a threat where we were underneath threats. So we evolved that as like, well, I have to go figure it out myself. And that's just no longer the case. We know we can, and it's also more of a weakness. It's more of a weakness if we don't ask for help, yeah. right? Where it's like, you know, I got to be able to identify where I'm currently at and say, hey, if I want to meet this goal and I need to get here by this time, 
well, I can't do it with what's currently available, and I'm going to need to go find other resources, other people, other things that get this done. Um, and I think that's very important, you know, within that 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 scope of understanding. It's like we're not there anymore. Like, you know, we could abandon those things. Notice when they happen, right? I wish notice. somebody would have told my dad that when we were driving from St. Louis and trying to get home, and ended up uh, in Springfield, Missouri, instead of <laughs> the east side of Illinois. Well, <laughs> well, you know, uh, it slips in. I, I, I mean, even though, like, again, I always said, like, I'm more aware of that, and I've done some more research on it, but. Also, with that being said, like, I slip into that all the time, right? Where, like, it's still slipping. I'm like, Joey, just go ask somebody. You know, like, you know, like I know, like, again, for example, and I did that when I was uh, studying store, uh, force plate data. And I started getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And I listened to your stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, I, I, I had an idea of what I thought, like, I wanted. I'm like, hey, this is what I want to measure. But instead of me, like, spending the next 10 hours figuring it out, I was just like, texted Scott and I'm like hey man you think we could jump on a zoom here yeah. like next week like, can't tell you I'll, how many times I've done that I'll myself. just ask you you yeah. know rather than me trying to figure it out on my own and guess like it's just like I think this is right but like tell me from your experience you've been playing with these for 30 years or you know whatever that looks like like let's just talk about it I, I think at all of these conferences and I, I used to tweet it out and mention it just about every year I always used to seek out the golf professionals at baseball conferences mm -hmm. and I did the exact same thing yesterday I came mm -hmm. here before you got here, or I think you were you were uh, yeah, the presentation. Yeah, doing yeah. a presentation. It's like, well, I'm going to go talk to the people on Thursday that I know I'm going to have a hard time talking to on Friday. Mm -hmm. So I spent hour and a half with Greg Rose and Don yeah. Slott over there, and that's always an enlightening conversation. And yeah. took away a couple nuggets, yeah. you know, in that for hour sure. and a half. For sure. And I talked to Scott Lynn for, yeah. for an hour and yeah. always get some nuggets from him as well. Yeah. But it was because uh, golf was utilizing technology over a longer period of time than what baseball has. So yeah, just what you're sure. saying right there, sure. go to people that probably have more answers than you for do. Sure. And I, I will say about my career at this point, I'm 45 years old, I am... You look great. <laughs> you, look, you, look, you look great. <laughs> don't look a day over 48. Um, I'm way quicker to say I don't know than, mm -hmm. I, than I was 15 years ago. Because yeah. it was a... One, again, you have a, you have a target on your back when you put out content. And for sure. We, similar age as you I was putting yeah. out content um, so who's gonna tell me I'm wrong like For I sure. of course I have to be right I yeah. have to be right because yeah. I have this target on my back yeah and now I'm way quicker to say like I don't know this answer but mm. I will find somebody that does and I yeah. got a good team around me that yeah well, and I, and I'll, and I think, I'll know somebody that I, knows I think in those answer. same scenarios where I could say like for example it's just like hey like um, if I'm putting something out like uh, this is why, and I told I told uh, Greg this with the farm board. I think like two years ago when we first introduced him to the farm board, I was like, Greg, I like I was like I could be wrong on why it works. I'm okay if I'm wrong on why it works. I know that it works, but I need to keep understanding more and more, and that's why I'm talking to you is to better understand why it works, so I can know who to prescribe it to and who I'm doing this with, right? Where it's like I've seen big results with it, or I wouldn't be doing it, right? right? And I wouldn't have created the, like we use it for two years in house, right? Before we even released any to anybody else, right? Of like, but then I, I figured out like, well, it's like in a tool like any other, right? Like it's like this mic, like this mic is awesome if you know how to use it. If you don't know how to use it, it sucks, right? I could use a mic on my my cell phone better than this mic, right? So it's like I have to understand how to use the tool, or it's 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 worthless to me, right? And it actually it's like just like expensive, like just like this mic, like this mic could be. An expensive thing that doesn't work. It's like a paperweight to me. You That's know? everything in technology too. Exactly, one hundred percent. I get one hundred percent. When I was consulting prior to going full time for the Cubs, and a lot of teams were like, "Can we come in and look at your lab setup?" Like, sure. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and pro literally, probably twenty eight of the thirty teams came came through our facility at some mm -hmm. point, and they're like, "Well, what do we need?" I was like. You need somebody that knows how to use this. hundred percent. It's not the hardware. It's so funny. You, you, <laughs> like the hardware so is useless you, if you so, don't have somebody. It's so funny you said that. Like, literally, that's the same thing, too. Like, I'll have teams the same way. They're 
probably the same scenario, right? They're asking me, why should we get this, blah, 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 all these things, and I'm like, well, the, you need uh, human equity. Yeah. Like human equity, is that, because now, because if you look at guys, and, I, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm thinking like, these great coaches that I knew before tech were the great coaches after tech, right? They knew how to, um, they knew how to take new information, right? Make it applicable, take the meat, leave the bones, right? And also knew how to adapt, or if there's something else that could help their players, well, they've been doing that for years. Like, it just happened to be a tool. Maybe it wasn't technology, or maybe it was this other technology. And where you take these guys, it's like, well, yeah, I'm not afraid of tech. It's like, if I have something else that would give me more information and I can learn how to use it for my players, like, I'm going to learn how to use it, right? And so I think that those coaches, um, there's some coaches where, like, you know, again, like, um, like uh, Strami, you know, with like the Astros, like, he, or was with Astros, right? Was that he was taking in these tech. It's like, dude, that guy is like, like, or again, you take someone like Jerry Weinstein, it's like, he's a, constantly taking in all these new ways and this new information to help you know guys and he's a guy that's evolved with time and i think yeah. it's super important there is like look like the best coaches is like i don't care where the feedback's coming from or the tool or whatever it is like if it works and it helps my guys get better like i'm in like i want to learn more and more ways and have more tools that i can pull from to get guys results quicker i mean that's the whole point yeah i think the people that bash technology uh one it comes from insecurity that they have to learn something new and that's 100%. that's very difficult people are scared of that yeah and two i think people assume that is all you teach by like it for could sure. be further than the truth yeah like yeah, the exactly. tech is just the test yeah it's telling sure. me am i going down this right track yeah. or not yeah and if i'm not i don't want to yeah. waste a ton of my players time lose credibility yeah. and say i quickly need to pivot for sure this isn't working and well, that goes back to yeah. what i was saying earlier of the um i have a rolodex of what we're going to go to first second and third yeah however it's still trial and error for and sure. what the tech allows us to do is find out if, if it is an error, let's yeah. pivot. Let's do yeah. it quickly. And I, and I gave this analogy uh, yesterday. Is like, for example, like let's say if you went to a doctor and you had like an itch in your throat, right? And you go to the doctor, they run some tests, and they come back, and the guy goes, hey, man, you got a tumor in your throat, and you're going to die here in six months. You'd be like, okay, can I get a second opinion? First thing, right? And on top of that as well, like, do you have any cat scans do you have any x-rays do you have you, like can you show me like i want to see this i want to see this later get blood work like show me all the evidence that this thing's here right because i'm about to go through a major surgery or you tell me i had an itch in my throat right i was i was just you know i had a bad season my girlfriend broke up with me i thought you know we were that was it right and i'm gonna be good next year it's like now you're telling me that here in a year like i probably won't have a job right like it's like you're gonna have to show me Right, just like a doctor would, and I'm probably gonna have like again, if you're gonna have a major surgery, you're probably gonna have six doctors in the room talking about like what their their specialist is, and they're gonna go through and say, look, all of these things, we all say that this points back to this, and this is the best way that we're gonna go about trying to treat this, right? And so it's like, like again, it's it's asinine to think like I'd go in and go like I don't want you to use any of that tech, just go from whoa, absolutely not, right? So like, and you can only stand in front of progress so long, right? Like. It's going to be a part of the game. It's not going anywhere. As people learn it and they get more familiar with it and they understand how it helps. And, you know, I told, uh, uh, I went over, we shot with, uh, for the docuseries we were putting out, we shot with Joe Urso over at Tampa, right? And they're like more old school. He hadn't used a lot of tech, right? And he's like, you know, we started talking about launch angle and some of these things, right? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, launch angle swings. And we started talking. And I said, I said, uh, I was talking to uh, Joe and his assistant coach. And I said, Joe, you know what the uh, a major league batting average is with balls hit between 10 and 15 degrees in the big leagues? Like any ball, any ball, any velocity. To every big leaguer, 10 to 15 degrees, you know what it is? And he was like, no. And I was like, it's over 700. And he's like, 700? And I'm like, yeah, you know what that is? A line drive, yeah. right? What you're teaching. And if it's right? 100 miles an hour or more, it's like 960. Yeah. It's like guaranteed to get yeah. hit. And people look at it like, no, that's bullshit. And I'm like, look, look it, it up. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why and I, gave, and I gave that. It's like, so like, again, like, again, this is proof, this, this same information. Like, if you're right, the, the information is going to prove that you're right. Right, like, like if, he, if you guessed that this guy had a tumor in his throat, 
and we go run all the tests and I show, like no there's like I, I can show you like there's literally a tumor in his throat like here it is right we tested it biopsied it like it's, proof yeah it's point. cancer otherwise like, yeah it would be like they did in the 19th century where they didn't have the answers yeah. and they just bloodlet for yeah, everything. 100%. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got so, better answers. Let me just slice you open and just see. This <laughs> yeah, you got I, bad blood. Yeah, you need yeah, to get yeah, rid yeah, of it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah and, I think that, yeah, and I think that that's super important is like, you know, taking all of those things in and just like, you know, just realizing that. It's just like, look, man, it's not the enemy, right? Like we're, it, we're, the, the technology is not the enemy. It's literally a tool. And that's why I say I, I literally did this yesterday before I picked up the farm board. I walked in the cage. And I picked up, um, you know, uh, the velocity bat, you know, the, the bat where the, like the barrel like rolls to the end. Yeah. Have you seen those? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is, uh, any of you guys have this tool? A couple of guys raised their hand and I'm like, okay, you use this tool. Do you always use this tool with every swing, with every hitter? No, you use it sometimes with some people. Right. Okay, cool. Then I picked up a plyo ball and I was like, you guys use plyo balls. Right. And I got a lot of guys shake their head and I'm like, okay, do you use this ever with every guy, with every player that you have for every swing? No, you use it sometimes with some people, right? Okay, cool. And then I picked up a tee, and I was like, do you use this with every single guy for every swing that they take, right? And they're like, no. And I'm like, use it sometimes with some people, right? I was like, and I picked up the farm board, and I was like, you see this? Like, I created this product. Do I use it with every guy with every swing? Like, go look at my Instagram. Majority of my time, you'll never see me on the farm board, but I use it with some guys and with some people, right? right? In some situations. And so um, I said the same thing with technology, right? It's another tool for me, right? Do I need to use it on every swing with every guy? No, I don't. But for me not to use it and it to not be a tool in my tool belt is like, that's asinine. Like that's, that's just like saying like I'm cutting out one of my resources that yeah, I have. You're being you know? typecasted because of what content you put out. 100%. Like I, I've been typecasted like, well, he's a tech guy. Yeah. Like, well, because everybody wants me to talk about, about that because I have quite a that's background in it. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, 100%. You put out content about your farm board because yeah. it's a product that you want to endorse. Yeah, for sure. So they just assume that you use and, this with every player. Yeah, You've been and, or, or again, like, for example, this other coach came up. I was talking about this with Scott, too. This other coach just came up, and he was like, he's like, uh, Joey, like, what do you do, right? The other coach, one coach really knew me, followed me for a long time. The other coach didn't really know me. He's like, Joey, well, what do you do? And then the guy looked at me, he's like, you know the kickback? Like, this guy. And I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I didn't create. I didn't, invent the, I didn't invent the kickback or the scissor, right? Like, I didn't invent any of those. And I also didn't create torque. Like, I didn't create. Like, I didn't create that. I just pointed it out and also started putting science behind it and also started learning how to create more and learn to teach people how to create more torque. And I was like, I did some of those things of standing on other people's shoulders. And also, too, there's a lot of guys that pointed it out before me, right? We just have social media, and I'm just like more of a sharer, right? So I get it associated with me, right? And so um, with that, I'm like, I always say, and people always miss this because they always see me with like kickbacks. It's like I always say that you need to understand why a kickback happens or a scissor, so you can understand when it doesn't need to happen, right? And so uh, when I see a guy like kick back, and I'm like, it's just like any other move, right? Like if it happens early or late or out of sequence or any of those other things, it's a shit move, right? Like it's not good. It's just like if you did your you turned your bat early, or again, like uh, you know, I leaked into my front leg on. This this particular swing it's like it's not always good right but for a really long time and again like people also don't understand is like for a really long time 90% of my audience at the time that was responding is telling me that that's a terrible swing right when I'm like okay well here's here's McGuire uh, McGuire hitting a ball 700 feet with this kickback okay here and it's like oh no that's just because he's adjusting I'm like no 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 sometimes it's an adjustment adjustability move but also too it's because of how he's creating force and right and I start going into those things and so a lot of times they see me really passionate on one side not understanding that it's like 
no, 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 like I teach a lot of things and like you're missing a lot of context here, right? But you're just, you know, you're getting that typecast. You're getting that, yeah. you know, what, what you see go viral, right? You see the thing that goes viral after all the comments go and you don't see all the other things that I put out every day of the week, you know, or other things. That yeah, I mean, about. the perception of your online persona is usually far from who you are. 100%. But, but that's all they know. So. Yeah, that's all they know. Yeah. 100%. So I think that's big. But no, no, um, uh, Justin, I appreciate you stopping by. I know we are just like, hey, we're just going to, you know, talk. Talk, well, I'm looking forward out. to your your force plate presentation. A little oh, bit. I'm gonna make some things up, you know, and, and pull that's why I say get ready to speak today. Yeah, I'm gonna go bullshit about. Yeah, some I'm gonna go bullshit stuff, <laughs> you know, and, and talk about it. Might be right about some stuff, and might be wrong, you know. And uh, but no, yeah, I think it would be great. I would love to after I give the presentation and you know us talk about like again what you were seeing and I, what you know I was seeing and like I, it's been big for me to understand uh, how I viewed movement and then finally got because I went from farm boards understood some pressure stuff i was i was measuring force but in different ways like some like you know like uh real tight budget and this is how i was looking at force and then then all of a sudden got a force plate and it connected some dots i was right about i would say probably like 60 percent about what i was right, talking I'm about i'm glad you have it right? i think it's a good point to close off, off your show i know you have somebody else coming yeah. in to speak but um i know other teams have it now but of course other teams aren't going to share their data and 100%. at the winter meetings two years ago the last time they had it i had a biomechanist from iowa state i believe it's asking me about my force plate data. Mm. And I told him what I look for. These are the key points. He goes, have you thought about this? I'm like, no. No. I haven't thought about this. So I said, the, down, the yeah. downside of me having yeah. that is I don't know what I don't know because sure. nobody else is doing it. So I'm glad that sure. you're doing it now for because sure. there's going to be something like, oh, I haven't even thought about that. 100%. Like, because I didn't have anybody to go to. Like, the first time I was doing force plate data yep. was in Mesa with Cubs, yep. the first day I'd ever done it, mm. and I took all of my data, I collected just a wide web, and I took it up into a conference room next to Theo's office, and I'm just saying, I have no idea what I'm gonna find, but I need to start looking. It was mm. like a blank canvas, and then yeah. you start to say, oh, there's causation, correlation, mm. and then over time, that becomes into something that you feel like you value, but I still don't know what I don't know because nobody yes. else is doing it. For sure, so. yeah, and also too, I have no one to, no one has the information to be even able to check me, right? Like. If I'm running down the wrong path, maybe I went, I did, I missed this other piece, and it's like, well, there's no one to tell me if I'm wrong unless yeah. I'm like, and that's why I love with like, uh, you know, like when I get to talk to Scott, and I try to surround myself with all these guys. It's like, and I, and I constantly ask where I'll go to. Um, I do this with uh, Crenshaw with uh, Diamond Max all the time. I gave a pres presentation for at Bridge the Gap this year at, uh, for one one eight event, and when we got done. Um, He's like, oh, great presentation. I appreciate it. He's like, I thought you were going to do it live. It was like a recording. And then I, as soon as, after we, you know, BS for a minute, I said, I said, so what was I wrong about? You know, like immediately I'm like, so what was I wrong about? And he's like, well, you know, I think you could, you know, and then I, uh, again, I take that information and also filter, right? And I'm like, well, I also didn't go super deep on fascia because like most people still don't have an understanding of base level of fascia. So I didn't want to get super deep and I might have. I don't know, know if doctors have a, a really good understanding no, of fascia. No, 100% because it is, yeah, again, it's, it's, it is so new in the space and also too, like you go with, you go into that and I'm like, I was, I was telling him, I was like, um, when I look at a lot of these things, a lot of times I'll make things. You know, it's like the Albert Einstein quote, like things need to be uh, as simple as possible, but no simpler. And and too often we try to oversimplify things to make people like connect with it. But it's like, yeah, but that's still not it. Like, yeah, it's kind of like rubber bands, but like it's kind of not. And then also, yeah, it's kind of like this. And it's like, it's not just one single rubber band. It's really like a whole bunch of rubber bands pulling on each other. And then also too, it's like, yeah, like, and then like sometimes it's sticking in certain places and like, you know, like, and then you start getting into the complexity of like what it, you know, what's actually going on. And so like- When it's pliable, it's good. And when it's not, it's not yeah, as good. Yeah, and then also there's good and tight and then there's bad and tight, right? Like, it's like, you got that, you got like athletic and tight where it glides really well. And it's like, you got this really strong rubber band, right? But then you also have this, you 
also have this where it's like bad and tight where like it started ticking, uh, sticking get adhesive and like people that are older or had injuries or scar tissue or all these other things where now it doesn't glide really well, but it's still tight and there's tensions. Like there's a lot of complexity, you know, like within all of that. You Do know? you think muscle memory, the quote, uh, the term will ever be replaced by fascial memory? Since there's more Oof. proprioceptive cells in fascia than there is yeah, muscle. Yeah, no, that's a great point. No, I, I, I think at this point with, and I'm sure you're the same way, is I think at this point, I, I even said this with like people are saying like, oh, that, that guy's doing that launch angle swing or something like that. Instead of immediately going like, you're wrong about the terminology because that's like low hanging fruit, is instead it's like, I already, I know what he's trying to say. Like I understand what his perception of that language. So like Casey Smith made a great example yesterday. What he said is like, I'm gonna listen to my hitter talk about hitting and he's gonna use whatever terms he wants to use. So I'm gonna use his language with my information, yep. right? That's, and, that's and, well and, said. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I stole that from him thinking like the same thing too. It's like, hey, like I'm gonna use your language, right? Like if you speak Chinese, I'm gonna speak Chinese to you, but with my information. Right, and we're gonna so just so I can communicate with you, and so that you can understand. So a lot of times, like when a guy says, like you know, like oh, it's all that, oh, that muscle memory or that like hand-eye coordination or like you know, it's like these these terms we've used for a really long time, or you know, and it's like oh, you know, it's, it's like one of the guys um, he mentioned, he was like, well, um, he goes, he goes, well, you know, again, there's like these guys that are swing coaches, and I'm a hitting coach, and you know, again, the difference is I talk a lot about approach, and I said, well, well, I asked him, I said. Well, an approach is like an external cue, right? And we talked about this. It's like approach is an external cue. I change people's approaches too to change how they move. So why when you change how somebody's approach, do you think that you don't change how they move? Like me and you are on the same, we're on the same team here, right? Like we're trying to create the same thing. You're doing it by the way that you know how to do it. And I, I gave uh, uh, Scott uh, this the example earlier. It's like if I went to a karate coach and asked him to teach me jujitsu, he'd be like, well, I teach karate, right? And so, like, you, you say, I'm a karate coach, not a jiu-jitsu coach. But, I, again, like, I prize myself in being, like, an MMA, like, where I want to take on all of these skill sets and have a background in kinesiology and biomechanics and uh, anatomy and, and physiology and, like, all of these things and, and wrapping them all together and, like, being, you know, having my hands everywhere, where a lot of times when I go in and consulting for organizations, it's like, well, I can come in and say, hey, well, this is what your biomechanist is saying. And then talk to the hitting coach and say, well, this is what the biomechanist is saying about you. And then also, too, to the biomechanist, this is what he's saying. He's just not explaining it in your language so you didn't really understand it. But you guys are actually on the same page, and this is what he's working on. And then you go to the strength guy and said, hey, the hitting coach, like, this is what he's saying. is like he worked on these, um, these movement patterns with them for the last two hours. And then you went over there and started throwing med balls against the wall as hard as you could. And you, you're, you're patterning the opposite of everything he just did. And the body doesn't know any difference from a rotational force is rotational force. This is how I create rotation and so all the ways he's trying to get him out of doing that like you're, you're in the, in, let's get on the same page here right so we could all run in the same direction and I, I more like being that liaison is more of like where I try to live like having all that's of these great things, you know? that, that's a very mature statement because don't you feel like people silo because they prefer to silo themselves yeah it's way safer it's yeah way it's, easier. A, it's an echo chamber yeah. right it's 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 so easy to be like and and again when you're in a place of like uh, you know, it's, it's a very insecure place to be like, especially when you've been doing like, I think it's like Lou Gehrig's quote, right? Like, it's crazy how you could be playing a game your whole life and know so little about it, right? I think it's a Lou Gehrig quote, I, I could be wrong. But in any case, uh, like with that quote, it's like, okay, like again, like if you can get to the other side, I, uh, uh, Scotland, I was just talking about that is like, okay, well, when I'm in the gym, it actually sucks. Like my body hates it. Like I don't, it doesn't want to lift things. It doesn't want to do these other things. But what happens is the psychology side is I start to associate those things with dopamine because now on the other side, I know what comes after the work, right? And then you can always tell this by the, like if you've never gone to the gym and you go to the gym for the first time, 
everybody hates it. Like it's like it's rough, right? Like like you're you just tore all these you know what I'm saying? Like you have all these micro tears in your muscles. Like it's not fun. You're depleted afterwards. All these things, right? But then you start to see yourself in the mirror. You start to see again, like you feel healthy. You're happy. You went to the gym because you know what it turns into, and like all these other things. And now you start to associate an activity with dopamine. On the other side, it's like you know where you start to enjoy to go and doing it, right? And so. I think that's a very important piece is just like, hey, like, you know, and and tying that back in is just like, I understand that I start to get excited. Um, I I was with a a big league hitting coach uh, a couple weeks ago and we disagreed on something. Right. And uh, we were going to we have to go look into it to see if like who was right or, you know, if we're both wrong, if we're both, you know, right in some way, whatever that was. Right. And I told him, I said, I hope I'm wrong because then I'll learn something. And I get excited when I learn something because it's like, again, it happens. I feel like it happens less and less where like I, as I start to get to more of these other ways, it's like, I can, I, I have to talk to more people that can explain it. where like in a different level than I've already thought about it. So like, again, having someone where it's like, like, Hey, I've worked with a lot of these dudes and this is this other way where like the Casey Smiths or again, talking with you, talking with Scott, where like they can come at it from a different approach. And I'm like, wow, like. You taught, you know, like you, you made me think about it from a different way where I didn't have, you know, I, I had to think again, you know, I had to think again about how, what I thought was true, you know? Sure. I think that's important. So um, anyways, yeah, no, I appreciate you. You, you stopped Always by fun. for a couple minutes and, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more, but it was good to get you on yeah, the podcast Joey. real quick. So, all right. Thanks, man.